This podcast is brought to you by Living Waters Church, Kyabram. You can visit us at www.lwkyabram.com. Who's ready to hear the word this morning? Tonight, sorry. I'm still stuck on mornings. Ever since I uh, stepped away as, as, as pastor at Rushworth, I'm still saying mornings every time. And I'm still in here. It's amazing what's stuck in your head, isn't it? <laughs> This, uh, this, after, this afternoon, not even afternoon, it's night time. Find me, Charlie. I'm talking about God's love, so just love me, okay? Please bear with me tonight. <laughs> so God's love, that's what it's called tonight. And if we look at Philippians, let's just call it Philippians. If you look at Philippians 2, Philippians 2, uh, Philippians 2, verses 1 to 5. That's verses 1 to 5. It says, Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for him for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know, I read that scripture the other day and went, wow. I've read it a few times, and every time I read it, I go, oh, okay, yes, God. <laughs> I get this moment of like, all right, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about God's love. It's about showing God's love. It's about letting God be king in the day of our lives. Letting God be the king. So today I'm going to talk about God's love in action. Because really it's talking about an action there. It's talking about, uh, it says, that let, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in loneliness of mind to let each esteem others better than himself. That's an action. You know, God's love is an action. It's not just a word that we throw out and go, oh, I love you. <laughs> it's an action. You know, we've all said, I love you to, to our spouse or, uh, or the people that we really care about and we've just got that good friendship and we're like, I love you, mate. You know, and we say it, but there's more than just a word. It's an action. I'm amazed at God's love. You know, he's a God that isn't out, of, out to put us down. See, it's really talking about how God's love is to us. He's not self-centered. You know, why would Jesus go to the cross coming after Easter? You know, why would Jesus went to the cross not for himself because who, who goes to inflict pain on yourself? I mean, that's not, not a good place if that's... I hope no one's in that place. But that's not where you want to be. We all don't want to be inflicting pain on ourselves. I don't like pain. It's not fun. It's not fun. But here, Jesus showed the way. He was like, I'm going to give. I'm going to give. And even and there is the struggle, as we know, where he's in that place saying, oh, take this cup away from me. You know, he did get into a place. This is why I like to remember that because it shows me his humanness, that Jesus was human, but he overcame that because he had the Spirit of God who said, no, I'm following the will of the Father. I'm following the will of the Father and his action, so his action was, I'm following the will of the Father. I love my Father so much, I'm doing what I'm called to do. That's, so, you know, that's sometimes such a hard thing to do, to just do 
what you know you're called to do. You can sometimes feel like oh, you're sort of pushed around here and there, and but there's times where you just got to know and go, all right, well, I know what God wants me to do, and you need to do what you're called to do. So his first priority, God's first priority, is to get us to to talk to him. He's not out there going, talk. <laughs> he's there, to, he wants us to just come to the place. You know, I really like um, Pastor Lynette's message the other day where it was, she talked about Adam and Eve and, and Adam was said, here I am. And I did pinch that from that. So, But it was so, it just really, I'm like, wow, you know, it's just where we need to be, in that place of here I am. We need to be willing to say, yeah, yeah I'm going to talk to you, God. I'm going to talk to you about this, this issue. I'm going to talk to you about what I'm going through. I'm going to talk to you about this thing that's difficult. So his first priority to get us to talk to him, just like it was in that garden. His first priority wasn't to strike him down or do any of that. It was most, more, more so, I want to know where you're at. I want to know where you're at. His love was like, I want to know where you're at first. And then we'll sort out what happens next. But I want to know where you're at. See, God wants to know where we're at, and he's happy to hear whatever it is. There's nothing too great, too small. There's not, and this is the thing. I say too small because sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to need to, I don't want to bother God with that little thing. You know the saying? Little things, big things grow. <laughs> I don't want to just deal with the little things as they grow if I don't deal with them. And so God's capable of dealing with that too. He's happy. To, he wants the little things. He wants you to, 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 to talk about the little things and share those things with him. But God shows us mercy. You know that. Our God is merciful. He is so merciful. He, he just continues to be showing mercy out on us so much. So the basis of God's love is to raise us up, not pull us down. Have you ever thought about that? It's always to raise us up. It's always the, the hand. He gives us the hand and he says, you can take my hand. You can take my hand. I can take you out of this. I can work through this with you. I can take you out of this or help you deal with this. Whatever that this is, doesn't mean that we, you know, we don't need to be humbled and now and then. Like sometimes we can end up like this scripture is talking about says, let each of you look look out not only for his own interests but also for the interests of others. You know, I like it says. It says, let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also the interests of others. Because it's quite, it's quite easy. It's quite easy to get a, get a big head and think that we can do life our way. It's quite easy to go, oh, I just, no, I don't need anyone else. I know what I'm doing here. I've got a better idea, basically. I've got a better idea. You know, uh, at times I've, I've, uh, I remember at, at TC, I have had some, I was uh, talking to a bloke there when I was to work there, and, and his idea was, no, I don't need to listen to you. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what, it's right. I didn't know what he'd been through. I didn't know. I didn't have all those facts and figures. I didn't know. But I knew one thing, that God could touch his life. I knew one thing, that something could happen if he started to listen to some sort of wise counsel about God's love for him, that something would change in his heart but you see, he didn't think that that, would, that could happen. He, he went off and he's just happy to want to do his own thing and, and grew up and was gone. <laughs> but he thought no one could tell him anything else. He already knew everything. He was right. Sometimes we can get get ahead of ourselves and think that we know we know everything. We can think that we know better than anyone out every anyone else. See, there are people that are going to surprise us. You know that. 
When I wrote this, I was like, wow, thinking in my life. So some people you think don't know about them, but you guys are all fine, by the way. You're awesome. No, it's not you guys. Um, <laughs> but, you know, some people will surprise you, and I believe that there is going to be people that will surprise us. You know, there are people that we think have no clue, but guess what? They're going to say something to us, and we'll go, wow, I never thought about that like that. You've got to be joking me. You're serious? Okay. Because that impacts us. You know, we, if we don't, we need to understand that everyone is human like we're human. We need to, to, to actually, you know, Paul put it like this. He said, you know, don't, um, he, he, he went to people's place where they're at. He didn't himself go to, the, to their level, but he went to, as in a, a morals and things like that, but he met people where they were at. He met them where they're at. He was always willing to meet them where they're at. He was always willing to say, all right, I'm going to meet this person where they're at. I'm going to come, I'm going to just actually, it's almost like just ducking down a bit because you know, honestly, Paul, Paul didn't think that he was better than anyone else, I believe. But he was willing to talk to the people where they're at and that's why he made the difference. The Colossians 4.6, Colossians 4.6, or yes, Colossians 4.6, it says, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Good passage, that. Good verse. If you're going to show God's love, then we need to not wipe people off. You know, there is a saying that says, take it with a grain of salt. You know, the Bible says that we need to be like salt. Salt adds flavor. It makes things better. It enhances things. Being salt helps us to see people in a better light. You see, if we've got the love of God, which is the salt, we've got the salt, we're the salt shaker. You know, we sometimes we need to shake a bit of salt on that conversation so then we can give a good answer. And when I say that, think about God's love for them. Shake a bit of salt. Think about God's love for them. Shake a bit of salt. And then you might be able to actually, well, I believe you will be able to give a better answer because you'll see them in a different light. You'll go, you know what, God loves that person. God cares for that person just as much as everyone else. So be the salt. If, if someone is annoying us, we need some salt. Remember, God's love is not reactive. God's love is not reactive. It's not like knee-jerk reactions. It's, it's like he just waits. He just waits. And he waits for us <laughs> to come around to the point where we go, okay, yeah, I need you. <laughs> I need you. Why is God's love not reactive? Because it goes beyond the surface. Isn't that good? God's love is not superficial. It's not a surface love. You can't, it can't be wiped off. Oh, oh, let's wipe that off. You can't wipe off God's love for you. No matter how much you try, no matter how much you try and shake that off, God's love cannot come off you. Because he died already. Jesus already died for you already. It's done, dusted. He's done it for you. You can't wipe that off. His love is beyond the surface. See, reactions can be because we had our world, how we wanted it, and then something comes in and wrecks it. It's like that Lego movie with the dad, and he's got this whole, you know, the Lego built like he, like he wants it, and then, and then someone comes in and trashes it. He's like, oh, no! His world ended. Oh, it's like this. I had this picture. We have this, we have just sanded a nice bit of timber. Just imagine a nice bit of timber, just visualize this. And it's taken us so long to sand. Like it's oh, hours sanding it, sanding it. Like in 
Yep, Josiah's like, I exactly know what you mean. It takes ages, doesn't it? To saying something very nice and get it right takes forever. So it's really smooth. Your hand just glides over it. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? It just hand glides over it. It's beautiful. And then we, we spend some more time giving it a clear coat of lacquer or a bit of some sort of varnish and we sand between coats and, it's, and then it's finished and it's so smooth, we're so happy. It's like, oh, wow, look at this. We're so happy with ourselves. Like, look what I did. It's awesome. Look at that. Sometimes I get excited about my work and I say, well, that's awesome. And they go, they sort of go, did you think it would be worse? I'm like, no, 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 I'm just happy. Like, I just like to have a job. Some jobs work out a little bit better than other jobs sometimes. But it's just like, wow, it's just, you're happy with it. But then someone runs a key on it. Oh, not happy, Jan. Um, sorry, shouldn't say that. <laughs> We're not happy about that, are we? Someone just oh, wrecks the job. Wrecks the job. It's all over. The damage in someone, it runs that. Reactions are like that scratch. The integrity of the timber is still good, but the surface that we prepared, we prepared is damaged. So we can react to the surface damage or go through the process of taking the scratch out. Which one would you like? You see, sometimes we react to the scratch. It's like, what? You did what? <laughs> Instead of just taking a step back and going, oh, so how can we fix this? How can we solve this? You know, God's love is like that. How can we solve this? How can we make this right? You can make it right by going to God. No matter what, you can take everything to God. Even the smallest of scratch, you can take it to God. See, the scratch can be taken out. God's, God's, God's love looks at things with restoration in mind. He looks at things with restoration in mind. God's love doesn't minimize things. I'm not saying that we just... Put things under the oops, don't do that. <laughs> under the under the bench. No, he he deals with that. He doesn't minimize things that can. Uh, it can see God's love doesn't minimize things. It can see the things that can be sorted out. It believes that better things can happen. Its attitude is we can work with this situation. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. See, emotional responses are often the scratch responses. Emotional responses are because the surface has been scratched. So let's be people that don't let the surface run deep. Let's that's, that's not be people that let the, the scratches run deep. Don't let the scratches run deep. Put the effort in and take the scratches out. You see, that's what God says. He wants you to not continue to, to see the scratches more and let it, because if you see them more, you'd run them deeper. You run them deeper. But he says, I want to take care of the small scratch. I want to take care of that. And our life needs to be one that says, let's deal with that. Let's do something with that. To other people, we need to be, let's, let's help you out here. Let's try and do something here. Let's work with the scratch. We need to be a people that can put our differences aside and encourage one another through life situations. That's what God's love does. And we need to be encouragers. God's love encourages See, I still remember the words of a pastor back years ago where he said to me, you're going to make it. You're going to make it, he said. Simple words, but they're, they're stuck. They're stuck in here. They're stuck in here. Because I, I know that man was sincere when he said it. I know there was an attachment of God's love in those words that really went, you're going to make it. You know, I could see, he looked me in the eye and said, you're going to make it. There's been other people who have done that. But they've spoke, they've, I've looked in their eyes, I've seen my eyes and said, you're going to make it. 
You know, simple words like that can be all the difference. You know, we need to be a church that says, oh, no, I believe that we do, we do care about each other. I'm not saying we don't. But we need to continue to be doing that and, and be mindful of that's, that's care for one another. And God loves encourages, encourages. We don't need elaborate words. We just keep it simple when we speak to people to encourage them. God's love believes. See, God's love believes. Words of belief are important. See, when we even speak to someone and encourage someone, you need to be able to actually, it needs to be, you believe that for that person. It's God believes in you. God believes in you. God's love, it believes. His love for you, you know, he died on the cross for you because he believes in you. You see, we talk about we need to believe in him, but you know what? He believes in us before we even believed in him. He even believed in you before you even hit the earth. You, you, he believes in society. He believes in mankind that we can do something great. His love believes. Let's pass that on. Let's pass it on. We need to be mindful that our reactions can hurt people. So in saying that, it's better to take you know, a deep breath before we speak, for example. You know, sometimes we just need to take a deep breath before we speak, before we can, a reaction comes out to the scratch. <laughs> and I get it. The reactions can happen because we've done something and, and we're like proud of it and then someone comes in and says something or does something to that. That's when we need to take a deep breath. You know, I remind my kids to try and do that. It's, I don't know, hopefully it happens some, sometime soon, but um, <laughs> where they will not just react, or one reacts, one also pokes the other, because she knows she can get a reaction. They're trying to teach her to just stop, just maybe just go out of the room, take a breath. It's hard sometimes. God loves, God's love gives us time. God's love gives us time. It's so important to give each other time. That also helps us not to be reactive. That also helps us not to be reactive. You know, so many times if we just, we just take that breath, take that time, then we can be kind to one another. But sometimes it, this needs to be a, a moment where we can step away and go, all right, you know, help me God show your love in this situation. Guess what I'm saying a lot is it's not all about us. Your feelings do matter. Your, your feelings do matter. Uh, the pain, whatever has happened, uh, matters. I'm not saying that it's, you shouldn't worry about yourself. That's not the message because it says in there not only but also care for one another. The saying is that we need to watch that we don't put ourselves in the center of the room because when we put ourselves in the center of the room, then we think, we're, well, it's like where we're putting ourselves is, well, center of the room. You know, God, I'm going like this. There was a picture. A guy used to be a in an art museum, and he, I think it was Max, Max, oh, I don't know his name now, I can't remember. I read a book, and it was in this book where he used to be a curator or a person that would show people the paintings, right? And he would do this. He would talk about the painting and then step back and go, so there's the painting. I used the painting as, you know, God, that's God's love. Here's the painting. God's love is on show. Here's God's love. You know, and he's, He's like, here's this painting, here's this painting, and, uh, and then he'd step away and not say too much more. But at some point, he began to talk too much. He began to talk about the painting more and not step back so quickly so that people could see it. So it was all about him in the end, not the painting. 
You see, sometimes we get to a point where we, we're living our lives because, uh, to the point where we think it's all about us instead of displaying God's love. You see, I, my heart is that we see that we would be a people that would share God's love, that would show God's love. You know, it's, good, it's okay to take applause. It's okay to do that. But understand that those applause, don't make them into something that they're not supposed to be for you. Make them into something that go, well, God is good. Make them into something where you give God praise and glory. Make them into something where you go, well, because of God, I give God the glory. You know, I give God the glory for, for everything that's happening in my life. I give him the glory for, for the work that I've actually been getting and stuff like that. I give him the glory because, you know what's amazing uh, with uh, a business that I'm running? I have not had to do any promotion work. None. I haven't had to put out flyers, but I give God praise because I haven't had to do that. The work's just kept coming, and hopefully it keeps coming, God. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> but, you know, I believe it will. But, you see, sometimes we, we put ourselves as the painting, and God's like, I don't want you to be the painting. I want you to display my goodness. I want you to display my love for you. I want you to show it to the world. I want you to show the love of God, my love I have for you to others. You know, see, a life, and this came to me this, this afternoon, a life just about you is a lonely place. It really is. It will come to a place where you're lonely. It will come to a place where it's like, what's this about? And then God will, will step in and he will show you and, and, and be able to direct you. But we've got to come to that place too. So the bottom line of this message is allow God's love to impact our life to the point where we don't just care about ourselves. You know, I say don't just care about ourselves because we need to have self-care. We need to have self-care, church. church. But we need to be aware of other people and be a people that show God cares about them through our life. I could also end this message with a point of what's our focus? Is it to allow God's love to change us or do we just live to please ourselves? That's a good question. It's a big question. Just pray. Father God, I just want to give you glory and praise for what you've done on the cross. Because, Lord, what you did on the cross brings us to a point where, Lord, it changes our lives. As we, as we agree and we come to you, Lord, and say, yeah, I thank you that you, you died for my sins. You died for my life, that, I may, that my life may be a life that would be significant, a life that would bring change around me, a life that would, where I would just be able to live in a way where I've got purpose. Because of your great love, we've got purpose. Because of your great love, we, are, we have a purpose and a connection with you, Lord God, that we can have because of your son dying on the cross. We just give you praise for that, Lord God. We give you praise for that. And I just want to open it up if it's someone here today. Perhaps you've never come to a point of asking Jesus into your heart. Well, that's the night's tonight. If you come forward and say, yep, I want to accept Jesus tonight. If that's you tonight, I'll just encourage you to come up to the front at some point in the next little bit. And I would just be, it would be a great honor to be able to lead you and, and uh, the prayer, the prayer uh, here is on coming up to pray for people. I invite you to come up and do that too. If that's you tonight, don't leave this place thinking, oh, maybe next week. Because today, today is a day that everything can change. Today is a day where, well, in the natural, 
or in the spiritual, things are going to change. And there'll be a pathway begin for you that you're going to start this pathway where you're going to discover life, discover something amazing. So, Father, we just thank you for all that you're doing and we just um, want to give you praise and we just bring this, bring this service to a close this after this night, Lord God, that you would uh, yeah, just continue to be with the fellowship, Lord, to, uh, tonight and uh, we give you praise and glory for all that you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Living Waters Church, Kyabram. Don't forget, you can find us at www.lwkyabram.com.